Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The House joins the Senate in passing the first of three minibus fiscal 2019 spending bills. The Military Construction, Veterans Affairs, Energy, and Legislative Appropriations Bill is heading to President Trump's desk. Additionally, the Defense, Labor, and Education minibus receives approval from the conference committee and can now receive a full vote by both chambers of Congress. And for those agency spending bills that don't get approved by October 1st, congressional leaders say they have reached an agreement on a plan to pass a stopgap funding bill to keep the government open through December 7. However, funding for the Technology Modernization Fund in 2019 continues to hang in the balance. Federal technology officials continue to wait and see if the Technology Modernization Fund will receive a second year of funding. House and Senate lawmakers need more time to come together on the 2019 Financial Services and General Government Appropriations Bill. Despite the uncertainty, TMF board members still expect to make a second set of awards using 2018 funding in the next couple of weeks. The first three agencies, HUD, Energy, and USDA, to get a modernization loan earlier this year, received their initial increment of funding in the last six weeks. I'm Jason Miller. Congressional Budget Office Director Keith Hall reassures the Senate Budget Committee his agency is moving to improve transparency. CBO creates interactive tools to illustrate how it calculates costs and projects spending and budgetary results. CBO also publishes information about its models and how they work. The agency also analyzes its own methods and makes presentations about them to congressional staff. Agencies do have flexibilities available for employees displaced by Hurricane Florence on the East Coast and Tropical Storm Olivia in Hawaii. Office of Personnel Management Director Jeff Pawn reminds agencies they can grant weather and safety leave as well as authorize advanced and continuing pay for employees who evacuate. They can also request an emergency leave transfer program. The Defense Department is warning that its initial response to Hurricane Florence will take some time. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The commander of U.S. Northern Command told reporters the slow-moving storm will make it challenging for military members involved in rescue efforts to get to people who need help, at least until the worst of the weather has passed. General Terrence O'Shaughnessy says DOD has pre-positioned 7,000 troops at several staging bases in Virginia, Alabama, and the Carolinas. Another 800 Marines are embarked on amphibious ships and ready to respond from the coast. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Air Force Major General Timothy Fay is appointed as Air Force Deputy Chief of Staff for Strategy, Integration, and Requirements. Fay is currently serving as Special Assistant to the Vice Chief of Staff of the Air Force. He also served as the Deputy Commander for U.S. Air Forces in Europe, Air Forces Africa. The Defense Information Systems Agency opens up a new 24-7 operations network watch floor at Hill Air Force Base in Utah. The floor is the second of its kind and includes 66 civilians, 23 service members, and about 100 contractors. The floor continuously watches operational and security capabilities. The General Services Administration will soon pass the Centers of Excellence torch to its second agency. Kelly Olson, acting director of GSA's Technology Transformation Service, says it'll announce which agency it will partner with in two weeks. Over the past year, GSA and the Office of American Innovation have stood up five COEs at the Agriculture Department. Olson says GSA has already begun a talent search within the unnamed second agency. It'll select agency employees to work full-time on the COE project. And the Federal Labor Relations Authority moves ahead with a promised reorganization plan. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. FLRA plans to close its Dallas regional office and redo the remaining regional jurisdictions. It assigns the Dallas duties to the Denver and Atlanta regional offices. Cases from South Dakota slide from Denver to Chicago. The changes become effective next Friday, September 21st. The Boston office is scheduled to close later in the year. FLRA says it will use electronic case management and video conferencing to help fill the gaps. 
I'm Tom Temin. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.